We're going to see if we can learn anything. Thank you, Dale. That's fine. About making the connection. Now, I've got, first of all, how many lamps do I have up here? I've got two of them, don't I? One. Oh, boy. Now, we can't help you if you can't. Can you see? (laughs) One lamp, huh? So, how many do we, I mean, we've got two, correct? Now, each one has several different bulbs, you know. This one has, how many does this one have? Okay, how many does this one have? Four or five. <laughs> we need to pray for people's eyesight. But she probably could, couldn't see it because I had it this way. So how many, how many is there? It's like I had an eye exam one time by a doctor. And, and there was a chart, an eye chart on the door, you know. And he asked me, can you see the door? Well, I started reading, you know, M, Z, X. And he said, I didn't ask you that. Can you see the door? I said, yeah. And he said, you pass. So, all right. So now how many lamps are up here? Just... Two, and, and, and that's what you want to look at. This one does have, what, five? This one has three, but that's not the point. point is there's two lamps. Now, we want to try to make the connection and tap into the power, okay, to the electric. So let's see. What do you got to do? He, in fairness to him, he can't see the, because he's back there, so he can't see. But if he could see, Gary, come here. Uh, I almost called him son. He, come here. Well, I'm proud of you. You're sharing Jesus at your work. I'm so proud of you. That's good. Come here. Because I, I want, he'll, he, he can't see because he's down there in the, but what would be, based on what you see here, what would be the first thing I need to check? <laughs> the plugs. Okay, you could see. You just couldn't see it from back there. He could see it. So you'd say, Pastor Terry, hey, get with the program. What do we need to do first? Plug them in. Okay. All right. I'm going to use this power strip here. We're talking about we're talking about tapping tapping into the connecting to the power. Let me pull that out. Connecting the power. Connecting the power. So I need to plug these in. So, I mean, that's pretty simple, right? You tell me to plug it in, right? Is that right? That'd be step one. So let's see. I'm going to plug, plug it in. Plug it in. Okay. Now let's see. Now they ought to work, right? What? Oh, the power strip. Okay. Power strip. Okay. Now, before we go any further, would you agree with me now when I turn the power strip on, the lights came on. So that's good. Now, would you agree with me that before we go any further, is there, from other evidence that we have here, is there power to the building? How do we know that? Oh, we see the lights are on. So we can conclude that there's power to the building. Okay. So now to make the connection, though, for these lamps here, we need to plug them in. Right. And then we need to be sure the power strip is on. Okay. All right. We doing okay. 
now, but they haven't come on yet. Huh? What? Okay, we're talking about how to tap into the power of God today, but I'm giving you a natural example here. Because tapping into the power of God is very much like what we've seen here. Okay, when we talk about the power of God, all of a sudden people want to go woo and get real spooky dooky on me. The power of God, tapping the power of God is much like what we're talking about right here. Okay, so, but wait a minute. I plugged them in. I got the power strip on. We know there's power to the building. Plugged them in, power strip on. They're still not coming on. What would you tell me to do now? Oh. Oh. Yay. Oh. Okay. So we got we got something, don't we? Well, what would you tell me to do if I I, I need more? I need more. Oh, again. What would you tell me over here? So we got power, but we don't have the full power, do we? So what would you tell me now? Don't. Oh, wow. What, what would you tell me over here? Ah, see that? So, I mean, the power was here all the time. Is that right? The power was here. The electrical power was here all the time to get what we needed up here. Correct? Power was here. But what was what was the issue? We weren't properly connected. And then even after we got connected, there were some other things that needed to happen. Is that correct? And once we followed some very simple rules or simple things we had to do. Then we get the full power. Okay? Tapping into the power of God for whatever it is you need is no different than what we just did right here. It's just this is in the natural realm, but we're dealing with God. It's in the spiritual realm, but it's the same type of thing. Okay? And that's what we want to talk about today. Making the connection. Now, you know... Some people, and, and, and few people, but, but, but there are some, a few people, that cannot connect to God's power. And I'm going to center in mainly on healing today, healing power. Do not tap into or connect with God's healing power because of this first thing we're going to read here in Matthew 9.27. Matthew 9.27 When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am what? What's that next word? That I am what? Do you believe that I'm able to do this? See, these these two fellas... They were not going to make the connection until they were able to believe that Jesus was able to help them. They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your what? To your faith, let it be to you. Their eyes were open. These people 
You see, again, it's like making the connection here with these lamps. First of all, we have to be sure that that Amron, you know who Amron is, it's electric company. We've got to be sure that they're putting out the power. OK, uh, for example, if we plug these lamps in, turn the power strip on and click the, the switches the proper way and all. And let's just say there wasn't any lights at all here in the building. I mean, we probably wouldn't have even gone this far because we would conclude that there wasn't any power to the building. Is that correct? Is that right? But we know there's power to the building because we got evidence here of the, the other lights on. I mean, there was one thing that we that we could have talked about, which didn't come up a while ago. But what if when I plug these in and, you know, I plugged them in and I turned the power strip on and now I'm clicking them and they're still not coming on. What would be a next reasonable thing we would look at? Probably the bulbs to be sure they're working. Go Maybe go to another lamp and. You know, test them. But let's say the bulbs are all working. There would be one other thing we could do is possibly the breaker back in the electrical room. That that fuse breaker switch or whatever that might have been thrown. So you might try there. But you see, there's different there's different uh, areas where that where, you know, people can get hung up. In receiving from God, there's different areas like on this electric here where you'd want to check to be sure the power is it is the power coming from Amron to the building. Yes. Is the fuse box, you know, is the, is the breaker clicked on? Yes. Are we plugged in? Yes. Do we have the 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 power strip on? Yes. The light bulbs work. Then we got to click these and then we get, you know, then we get as we click them. Although this wouldn't you know, this thing came off now there we got it. But. You know, you got to go through some steps here. All right. Well, here, these people, these two blind men, they we were. You see, Jesus always goes to the root of the issue with somebody. He always goes to the root of the issue. And these people, in order to make connection with the power of God, they had to believe that he was able to do it. You see, some people don't believe that God's able to heal them. Some people don't believe that God's able. Now, there's very few people that believe that. Most people that I've met with, I'd say probably 99.9999% of the people believe that God's able to heal them. Now, you've got to realize here, in this case, we're not talking about a headache. What were we dealing with in this case? Blindness. That's, that's a pretty hard... I mean... Just to our natural mind, it's a whole lot easier to heal, uh, heal a headache than it is to heal blindness. Is that, is that right? So these guys had to believe that he was able to heal them. Okay, and, and, and so they, they, they did believe that, and then they got their eyesight back. Now, if you look here at Matthew 8, that was Matthew 9. Go to Matthew 8, verse 1. Matthew 8, verse 1. When he come down from the mountain, Jesus, you know, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are what? Willing, you can make me clean. See, now this guy, it was a different area. These first, these first two we looked at, it was in the area of God's or Jesus's ability. Now, this next one here that we're looking at now didn't have to do with God's ability. It had to do with his willingness. Now, over my many years of being in the ministry, there's a lot of people that are hung up here. 
They can't they can't get past to make the connection to God's power because they don't believe that the Lord is willing to heal them. They just don't believe he's willing. Well, sometimes he does heal and sometimes he doesn't. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's a divine mystery. We just don't know why God sometimes heals and sometimes doesn't. But if you get into the word of God and study, you'll see that it's God's will to heal all. It's his will to heal everybody. That's his will. He's not willing that any should be sick or diseased or infirmed. Did you hear me? He's willing that everybody should be healed. And I could take hours and hours and show that to you from the word of God. I'm not going to take that time this morning. You can see it right here. Notice he said, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. So he was hung up. At that stage of the game, just like the power could get hung up, you know, at the at the breaker box or it could get hung up, you know, and stopped right here at the at this at this power strip. You know, this guy here, until he realized Jesus was willing, he wasn't going to be able to make the connection. Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus put out his hand, touched him and said, what? I am what? I am willing. So is Jesus willing? Yeah. Immediately the leprosy was cleansed. So one thing that that I am totally confident of, and, and I and I have no problems with with this at all. I thoroughly believe and know beyond the shadow of any doubt that the power of God is available today, right now, to heal anybody of anything. It's available. Power of God is available. Power of God is available. No, there's, I don't have any question about that. Power of God's available. Here's where the issue comes in for people. The issue comes in with making the connection to that power. That's the issue. That's the issue. I, I, you know, my wife and I, we've prayed for, for into, the th- into the thousands of people, thousands of people over the last 20 years. We've prayed for into the thousands, several thousands of people, if you, you know, over the many years, thousands of them. And we've seen hundreds and hundreds of people that have made the connection to the power of God and have been healed. But we've seen... So many more not make the connection to the power of God and they don't get healed. You know, it's no different in Jesus's ministry. Not everybody that came to him got healed. You need to realize that. Study your Bible, you'll see it. Now, Jesus was willing to heal them all. And his power was available to heal them all. But all you have to do is study your Bible. You'll see when he came into his own hometown. The Bible says that he could do no mighty work there. You remember reading that in your Bible? One translation says he tried to, but he couldn't. He tried to, but he couldn't. Study your Bible. That'll make religious people go you know, that don't study their Bible, go nuts because they think Jesus healed everybody. He was willing to heal everybody. The power of God was there to heal everybody, but not everybody got healed in his own hometown. The Bible says there he could do no mighty work. And then the Bible says that you can study it out. He laid his hands on, a, on, on, on some and they got healed of some minor ailments. 
You see, there was people came to Jesus and, and got nothing. And it wasn't because he didn't have the power. It's because they didn't make the connection. And then in his own hometown, you can read it. It said he healed a few people of some minor ailments. Why? Because they were able to believe that he was able to maybe heal the minor stuff. But ultimately, you didn't see the healing power there in his hometown to the full. Because, and you can read it, that because of their doubt and... Unbelief. You you understand that? And I didn't turn to the scripture, but do some homework. Study it out. So the problem is not with the power being available. The problem is tapping into the power. And, And I may do this example again. But let me ask you this. Just because I touch this, am I touching this? Is anything happening? Huh? I'm not. I, I, I'm touching it. Am I hugging it? Looks like I'm loving it. You know, you can love Jesus with all your heart and not ever get healed. Huh? Did you hear what I just said? You can love him with all your heart. Really love him and not get healed. You don't get healed until you make the proper Connection. What do you have to do? Be the power's here. You have to plug it in and did you hear me? Look here at Mark the fifth chapter in the twenty fourth verse. Such a simple lesson here today, but it's profound. It's simple, but yet profound. If you get, get a hold of this simple message, you can receive whatever it is you need from God. Mark five twenty four. Jesus went with him talking about Jairus. We're not going to talk about him today. We're going to talk about this woman. A great multitude followed him, Jesus, and thronged him. Now, if you study that word thronged out... There was a vast multitude. There were so many people that you studied out. They, they were about to suffocate Jesus. You know what I, I mean by that? I mean, I, I went to a Rams football game. The only only one to one many years ago. And uh, I was in that Jones Dome down there and trying to get to my seat. I literally there were so many people in that one that one area that they that the press. They pressed on, on, on. It was I, I was I was. I mean, I was wondering if I was going to get out of there alive. I mean, seriously, it was just it was a jam packed press of people and I had people around me. I was standing there like this and I didn't know that's how it was here and maybe even more so with Jesus. Vast multitude thronging him. A lot of people touching him. You need to understand this. I'm going to get this through to you. Let's pretend that this is Jesus and the power of God. No disrespect. Just for an example. You can touch Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, he's easily touched. Easily touched with the feelings of our weaknesses. He's easily touched. You can touch Jesus. There's so many Christians got cancer in their body. They got malady and problems in their body. And they're touching Jesus. They're praying to him. They're... Loving him, they love him, they're touching him. But is anything happening? Huh? No. 
It's not until, is there a problem with the power to the, to the source? No. You gotta what? Plug it in, be sure it's turned on, and then make the connection. Are you okay? And until you do it, God's prescribed way, you can, you're gonna love Jesus, you're gonna, you're gonna hug on Him and love Him. Tell him how much you love him, but until you tap into that power and make the connection, you're going to stay sick in your body, might die young, go to heaven. Sure beats going to hell, doesn't it? Look at this woman here, a certain woman, verse 25, had a flow of blood for 12 years. She was hemorrhaging, bleeding. For how many years? 12 years. It was a long time to bleed. Had suffered many things from many physicians. Spent all that she had was no better, but rather grew worse. We believe in good hospitals, doctors, and medicines. We believe in good hospitals, doctors, and medicines. I think that you should take advantage of them. You should use them. And do you know there are some things that doctors can heal you of through medicine and surgery. And they can, they can heal you of it. And, and you don't even, and I don't say this disrespectfully, but you don't even need the power of God. Now, I believe the power of God is there for this. You know, I believe the doctors are provided by God. But you understand what I'm saying? There's people all the time get healed of things by doctors and they don't, apart from the supernatural power of God. Did you understand what I just said? There's some things that doctors can do their part. God does his part and you see people get healed. I've seen that again and again. Many of you over the years, I've told you, I've said, you know, between what God does and the doctors do together, you'll be just fine. And it's happened just that way. Did you hear what I just said? Yet there's other things where the doctors, they can't help you at all. Or they might be able to do a little bit to maybe prolong your life a little longer down the road. But unless you Tap the power of God, you're going to die young. Did you hear what I just said? Now, did you hear what I just said? Thank God for doctors. And there's some things they can they can't help you with at all. And it's either the power of God or you're going to die young. Some things they can help you with just so far. Thank God for it. But unless you tap the power of God, you're going to die young. Did you get what I just said? So you need to listen here. Okay. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, suffered many things from many physicians, spent all that she had was no better, rather it grew worse. So she'd been to the physicians. They, they, they did all they could. They can't help her. She's getting worse. Verse 27, when she heard about Jesus. Now, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, first thing here is she heard about Jesus. Let's use, it doesn't matter, let's use this one over here. Now, now let me turn this off, just to make my example. Okay, so this is the woman. We'll pretend this is a woman, alright? So, she hears about Jesus. She hears about Jesus. Faith comes by Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So she hears. So let's see. I guess I'm getting this right. So she hears. That's where it starts. Faith begins where the will of God is known. 
Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So she's on her way to getting healed, isn't she? And I'll example that by plugging, plugging in here. Plugged in, we heard, but do we have the full power here yet? Not yet. So she heard. Wonder what she heard. Well, she must have heard that Jesus was healing people. Would you agree with me on that? I said, would you agree with me on that? Yeah. She heard about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd. Well, would you agree with me that she obviously believed that Jesus could help her? Because if she didn't believe. If she didn't believe, she wouldn't have even come. Is that correct? So she heard. And then she believed. So now we're we're moving the right way, right? You know, when you hear the word of God, you're either going to believe it or you're not. If you don't believe it, then then it, it, it dies right there as far as you're concerned. But if you'll believe it, I don't mean mentally accept it, but believe it in your heart. Now you're in you're in faith. What is faith? Faith is believing. Believing is faith. Faith is believing. So she heard and then you'd agree with me. She believed. Is that correct? She came behind him in the crowd and what touched his garment for she said, oh, she what? She said something. If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. So she heard something. What she hear? She heard of Jesus. She heard the word. She heard he's healing people. So she gets plugged in. She hears. She believes that was the first click. And then she said something. Faith is released through words and our actions. Don't ever forget that. Faith is released through words and our actions. Do you remember over in the book of Acts, Paul was ministering there? I think it was in, in, in Lystra, I believe it was. And there was that man sitting who had never walked from his mother's womb. And remember, Paul was speaking and the, the Bible says the man heard him. The man heard Paul speaking. And Paul perceived that the man had faith to be healed. And remember, that man had faith to be healed, but he was still just as crippled as he ever was. Is that right? And Paul said to him with a loud voice, stand up on your feet. Why did Paul use a loud voice? He was trying to get that man to release his faith. See, a lot of people hear the word and they believe the word, but then it stops right there. Because they never release their faith through words and our actions. Faith is released through words and our actions. The Bible says in the book of James that faith without corresponding action is dead. Do you know you can have faith and have it be dead? Huh? Faith without works or faith without corresponding action is dead. Being alone. You okay? You learning anything? So this woman, did she hear about Jesus? Yeah, she got plugged in. She heard. Did she believe? 
First click. Did she say something? Did she release her faith with her words? She said, if only I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made well. Right? So let's go through this again. I want you to get it. I'm going to do this slow. I want you to get it. This woman is 12 years. Dark. Bleeding. 12 years. Did she hear of Jesus? Yep. She heard. Okay. Got to plug it in right. Heard. Then she what? She believed. Then she said. And then did she come behind and touch? Then she did something. She released that faith. And notice what happens here. Notice if you would. Verse 29. Immediately. Realize say immediately. Immediately immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that affliction. She heard the word. She believed it. She released it with her words and actions. She made full connection to the power of God. And immediately she's healed. Jesus, immediately knowing in himself. Now look at this, verse 30. Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that what? What? That power had gone out of him. Turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude pressing in on you, thronging you, almost suffocating you. And you said, who touched me? Were there multitudes of people touching Jesus? And there were multitudes not receiving a blasted thing, even though the power was there and available. But only we have record of this one lady in that crowd that received anything because, as we'll see in a moment, she touched him in faith. I'll say it again. Jesus is easy to touch. You can read in Hebrews. I'll say it again. He's easily touched. With the feelings of our infirmities. And, and, and guys, gals, listen. I have seen so many people and I've done it myself. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And you, I love you with all my heart. I love you and I love you and touching him and loving him and touching him. But are we receiving anything? No. And thank God we're loving him and that's good. That's wonderful. Not demeaning that in any way. But if your life is on the line, I said, if your life is on the line and you can see that you're going to die young if you don't tap this power, loving him is great. But you better learn some things about faith and, 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 and follow some steps and tap in. Did you hear what I just said? Make the connection. There's Christians that have been dealing with malady in their body and pains in their body and problems in their body. And they love Jesus. They're born again. They're going to heaven. Not a question of that. It's time we make some connection, guys. This isn't to put pressure on anybody. This is trying to help you. So, go over it again. Repetition is the seed of learning. What do we have to do first? We have to hear the word of God. Did she hear the word? Hear it. Did she believe it? Did she say it? Did she act on it? Bang. Immediately, she was healed. He felt power go out of him. See, was the power there? Was the power there in Jesus? Yes or no? Yes. Was it there for everybody in that crowd? 
Yes. Only one person got anything. Did he know when it went out of him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In his hometown. We talked about it a moment ago. Do you believe he was willing to heal everybody in his hometown? Yes. But he couldn't do their no mighty work. Why? Because they weren't making the connection. Because of their doubt and unbelief. And the disciples said, you see the multitude thronging. You said, who touched me? See, Jesus knew when somebody touched him in faith. It was that faith that drew the power. Look at verse 32. He looked around to see her, see her who had done this thing. But the women, woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your what? Your what? Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now, we understand it was her faith, but what did her faith do? Her faith connected to the power. You'd agree with me it was the power of God that healed her. Right? It was a power of God that healed her, but it was her faith that tapped into that power. Okay? Is it possible to touch Jesus and not receive a blasted thing? Is it possible to love him and and worship him and worship him and not receive a blasted thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, people do it all the time. And, and, and we're not demeaning that. Loving him and worshiping him, and that's good. But it's not until you touch him in faith. And it's the easiest thing in the world to do is touch him in faith. Yet, yet we make it so hard sometimes. We feel like we have to meet a whole bunch of rules and regulations. No, touching Jesus in faith is no more difficult than me getting this thing to come on. It's no, it's, but yet we make it difficult because I think a lot of times it's because we, you know, we can see this. This is in the natural realm and we, we, we deal so much in the natural realm. But the spirit realm, the natural realm actually, it, it, let's say it this way. The spiritual realm is a parent of the natural realm. Did you hear what I just said? The spiritual realm works just like the natural realm. But yet, because it's in the natural, this is easy. We can grab a hold of this. Spiritual side of things is no different. How hard is it really to get this thing to work? It's not hard at all. What do I have to do? Come on. What do I got to do? Is there power? Is there power to the building? Yeah, the power strips on. Is God's got his power? Does he have his power available at all times? Is he able? Is he willing for everybody all the time to be healed? Yeah. Is he going to hold out on you? No. So what do we have to do here? I know I'm going over this a lot, but I want you to get it. What do I have to do? It's real easy to get this light on. What do I got to do? Now, it wouldn't be if we didn't have power to the building. But we got power to the building. What do we got to do? Say, plug it in. Plug it in. Hear the word of God. Easy to do. And then... We're going to start clicking this thing in the spiritual realm. We hear it. Then we have to what? Believe it. Then we have to say it. And then we have to act on it. And immediately the power of God to make the connection and it'll heal you of whatever it is you need healing of. Yeah, but I don't know if God's willing. Well, you're hung up back. 
you're hung up back at the power plant. I know if he's able. Well, you're hung up back further than that then. I believe he's able. I believe he's willing. Where the issue comes in is on these steps that we have to take. And they're real simple. How hard is it to hear the word of God? How hard is it to just accept it as so? And then just declare it and then act on it. Huh? You okay? Is, 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 is touching him enough? No. It's touching him in faith. Touching him with a believing heart. So many times over the years, as I can talk on this. 20 years of healing ministry. We've seen hundreds of people healed. We've seen thousands of people get nothing. Just being honest with you. Why did they get nothing? Because you got to touch him in what? Hey. Got to touch him in faith. I said you got to touch him in faith. But it's real easy to do. Hey, look at Luke 5, verse 17. I hope you're getting this. This, this message here can, can save your life. It can prolong your days. Did you hear me? I'm just trying to help you. Trying to help me. Trying to help all of us. We all need to have this fresh in our hearts. Luke 5, 17. Now, it happened on a certain day as he was teaching. He was teaching the word, right? He's talking about Jesus. He was teaching. There were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. Now, some of these guys weren't all that nice. And some of them were trying to trick Jesus. And you know that as well as I do. They come out from every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was what? Was the power there? Was it there? Was it was was the power there present to heal them just like there's power to this building? The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Do you see that? Was the power there? It was there. All right. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed. That's a tough case there. Is God willing and able? Yeah. They sought to bring him in, uh, lay him before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd. See, there's a big crowd. Was the power of God present to heal everybody there? Yeah. Because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and led him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. So they, I mean, they couldn't get in because of the crowd. So they tore the roof off and let him down. They, I mean, do you see some action there? I said, do you see some action? And, and, and much we could say, but look at verse 20. When he, Jesus, saw their what? Saw their faith. He saw their faith. He saw their faith. I said, he saw their faith. He said to, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. Scribes and Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this who speaks blasphemies, who can forgive sins but God alone? These guys didn't have a good and right heart, did they? But was the power of God there to heal them just like anybody else? When Jesus perceived the thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or rise 
up and walk. Well, which is easier? It's easier to say your sins are forgiven, isn't it? But when you start saying rise up and walk now, we're going <laughs> to that takes some power, doesn't it? And people are going to be, be able to see. Is that correct? If he gets up and walks, but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who is paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. I tell you what, you you hang around Jesus in healing ministry, you'll see some strange things. But the point is. Was the power present to heal? Yes. It was present to heal. What did Jesus see? He saw their their faith. Is that right? Now, do we have record in this crowd that anybody else got anything? No. Was the power present to heal them all? But we only have record that that one man got anything. And it had to do with a connection was made. He saw their faith. And if you look at it, you know, I, 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 I have no question that the man that was paralyzed had faith, but his friends had faith as well. You need to hang around people that have faith. You need to see who your friends are and be sure that they're they're folks that have faith. Tell you one of the quickest ways that your faith can be drained and stolen from you is to hang around a bunch of doubt and unbelief. People with doubt and unbelief. Well, maybe God, man, man, maybe all that healing has passed away. Maybe it's all passed away. Maybe it's not for us today. Maybe it, maybe it, it died out with the last apostle. And you know, a lot of seminary, cemetery, seminaries, cemetery, seminaries will teach you that, you know, God isn't doing anything anymore. It all died out with the last apostle. I'll give you, I'll give you uh, $500,000 cash if you can show me. It always makes my wife nervous. when. <laughs> if you can show me in the word of God where it's passed away with the last apostle. No, it's still here today. Healing power is still just, just as relevant today as, as it's ever been. Did you hear what I just said? It hasn't died out with the last apostle. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I tell you what, if you want your faith to be robbed from you, just hang around a bunch of people that are filled with doubt and unbelief. A bunch of sour pusses, you know. Everything's passed away. It's not for us today. God may not be doing that today. He might have sickness on you to teach and train you some. You know, sickness and disease. God doesn't use sickness and disease to train people. He has the word of God and the Holy Ghost for that. Is that right? Well, sickness just must be the will of God. Well, if it is, how come that when you get sick, you go to the doctor to try to get healed of it? Now, are we for good hospitals and doctors? Yeah, but we're also for the power of God. Watch who you hang around. This guy had some friends that were... Full of enough of faith to tear the roof off the house and lower them down. That's the kind of friends you want. Have four crazy friends. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Crazy is not the right word. But they were, they, they were courageous. They had faith about them. See, if you want to tap into the power of God you're going to, and make connection with it, you're going to have to have faith. Let's close in Mark 6. Verse 53. Mark 6.53, and we'll close. 
And they crossed over. Now, this was sometime after he had ministered or that woman with the issue of blood came to him. Actually, she had touched, if you want to get technical, she when it talks about the, his garment, she touched his prayer shawl is what she touched. You know, there's power in prayer. Was Jesus a person of prayer? Yeah, that's why he had the power in such great manifestation. He was anointed of the Holy Spirit. Remember Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Is that right? How many of you know Jesus in the earth, though he was God, didn't operate as God, did he? He operated as a man. Though he was 100% God, he operated as a man, as a man anointed with the Holy Spirit. Did Jesus ever sleep or slumber? The Bible says God never sleeps or slumbers. How do you reconcile that? Well, Jesus was God, but he wasn't operating in the earth in his ministry. As God, he was operating as a man. Huh? Is that right? Was Jesus tempted with evil when he was in his ministry? The Bible says God cannot be tempted with evil. How do you reconcile that? He was operating as a man, not as God, though he was God. Is that right? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost and with power. See, the anointing is the, see, in the, in the natural realm, in the natural realm, we have electricity. In the spiritual realm, we have anointing. Realize, say anointing. Anointing. That's the power of God. I've felt that a few times over the years and it feels like electricity. Did you know you don't have to feel the power of God to receive it? Sometimes you can feel it. It feels like electricity. Feels like heat. I felt it a few times over the years. It's the anointing. All right? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus had great power because he was a person of prayer. And that shawl that he wore, that prayer shawl, indicated that he's a person of prayer. Much we could say about it. Actually, when that woman came to him, you know, in the the book of Malachi, last book in the Old Testament, the the Bible says that uh, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. And that was had to do, if you study it out, had to do with the hem of his garment or the the, the, uh, tassels on that prayer shawl. That's what she was after. You know, that woman that got healed of that issue of blood, I'm convinced she didn't know a whole lot. She just knew that there's Jesus and he's got healing power. Just very simple. And, and, and I've watched people, I need to say this, I've watched people not get healed by God. It was his will, the power was there, but they made it so difficult that they couldn't receive from him. Did you hear what I just said? They made it so difficult they couldn't receive from him. You've got to keep things simple. Simple. Very simple. Hear the word. Believe it in your heart. Release it with your mouth. Act on it. And bang. Immediately. Just tap right into it. And it'll heal you just as quick as we turn. Even quicker than we turn those lights on. They crossed over. Came Notice this. This is a bit later. Mark 6.53. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him, ran through that whole... Now watch this. Ran through that whole surrounding region and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country... They laid the sick in the marketplaces. Do you see faith all over that? 
and begged him that they might just what? Just what? Touch the hem of his garment. Well, that woman touched and she got healed if he did it for her. He'll do it for me. Did Jesus go to that woman or did that woman come to Jesus? And she took a great risk. It was against the law for her to be out in the public bleeding like that. Did you know that? But desperate people do desperate things. And she came to him. Yeah, but if the Lord wants me to be healed, he'll just come to me. Did the woman go to him or did he go to her? Yeah, you need to cry out to him. And begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made what? As many as touched him were what? As many as touched him were made well. Again, guys, is it possible? Is it possible? Is it possible? Is it possible to touch him and receive nothing? Yeah, it, yeah it's possible to touch him and receive nothing. But those people came out. Why did they come out? Some people had heard about Jesus. Is that right? And they heard, right? Is that right? They heard. Is that right? All right. So they got that. They heard. They came out and they touched him in faith. They touched him in faith. And boom, as many as touched him were made completely well. Did you get anything out of this? Stand with me if you would. Now, here's what we're going to do to close this service. I, I don't feel impressed to lay hands on anybody. But you don't need me to lay hands on you because I can't heal you anyway. It's the anointing of God. It's the power of God. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together in Jesus name. There he is in the midst. Is Jesus here in our midst? Yeah, but I can't see him. Well, I, no, he's here. In our midst. By the spirit of God. Did you hear what I just said? The power of God is present to heal. The power of God is present to heal. To heal what we would consider little things. And to heal what we would consider big things. What you need to understand to God, it doesn't matter. It's no bigger of a deal for him to heal cancer than it is for him to heal a headache. Or a toothache. Did you hear what I just said? See, we look at it from our perspective. But from his perspective, I mean, do you think cancer intimidates God? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So the power of God is right here, right now, present to heal. So all you have to do is make the connection. How do you make the connection? Well... You've heard the word today. Step one. Do you believe it? Yeah, in your heart. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe he's able and willing? Okay, so we got that. So now all you have to do is is make the connection with your words and actions. And and I'm going to do something today. Now, with with heads bowed and eyes closed, what we're going to do, heads bowed and eyes closed, The Bible said here that these people came to him and as many as touched him were made completely well. 
with heads bowed and eyes closed. So nobody will be looking around. Jesus is here. The spirit of God is here. The power of God is here. I'm not even looking around. I got my I'm not even going to look. I got my head bowed, my eyes closed, heads bowed and eyes closed. The power of God is here present to heal you present to heal me present to heal any of us of anything. If we believe it, which I trust that you do, if you believe it in your heart. What I want you to do is I just want you to with your heads bowed, eyes closed. I just want you to reach your hand. Just reach your hand out. Just reach your hand out just like they did. They came to Jesus. Just just picture Jesus is right here in our midst. You just reach your hand out like these people did. You just reach your hand out and 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 touch him. Reach your hand out right now. Reach your hand out right now. Reach your hand out right now. Reach your hand out with heads bowed, eyes closed. I got my head. I'm not looking either. Reach out right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. Reach out. As, as, as an act of faith, reach out just like these people. Re- We've never done this before like this. Reach out right now. Just reach out and touch him. Reach out as an act of your faith. Just reach out right now and touch him. Just like you're touching the hem of his garment. The hem of his garment. He's just as powerful today as he was back then. Reach out right now and touch the hem of his garment. And say this. Say, Jesus, I touch you now. I touch you now in faith. I receive your healing power into my body to bring about healing, soundness, and wholeness. I receive it now. I have it now. And I thank you for it. In your name I pray. Amen. Praise God. Now raise your hands up and thank him for it and bless him for it. Thank him for healing you. 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 Glory to God. Thank Him for healing you. Hallelujah. Thank Him for healing you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.